Hi, I'm Hilary Doyle, and welcome to the Innovator's Guide to the Future of Work podcast. If you've ever wondered how to get your employees to work smarter and faster while simultaneously boosting their happiness and growing your business, Razor Suleiman is your management whisperer. A partner with Alignvest Management Co., Razor launched I Love Rewards in 2002. He evolved it into Achievers, which he sold in May of this year for $110 million in cash. We're talking about fast growth and employee retention, and I think you're going to want to stick around. We spoke with Razor via GoToMeeting from his Liberty Village office in Toronto. Razor, thanks so much for being here, and a huge congratulations. Thank you, Hilary. I'm excited to be on the show. Razor, can you start by telling us exactly what Achievers set out to do? Yeah, so Achievers is an online social network for companies, for your employees. And so we built a, a social network inside of companies such as Microsoft, Samsung, 3M, uh, really to engage, inspire, and retain their employees. Are you effectively talking about ways in which to bolster culture within the workplace? Absolutely. So, you know, I think when you talk to particularly millennial employees, right, when you ask them what is important to them, yes, they want to get paid well, but they want interesting and challenging work. But ultimately, they want to work with smart, interesting people in a culture that's progressive, that's innovative, that's having an impact. So whatever the company's culture is, we're trying to put that on steroids by capturing all of the amazing successes that are happening in a workplace and putting them all in one place so that they're visible, they're transparent. Let's talk about hiring. What have you learned about attracting the best people? Any tips for other managers? Yeah, so I think, look, if you look at the data, it's clear the best way to hire, to you know, recruit A players is to ask your existing A players. You know, the numbers are anywhere between 40 and 50% of high performers and organizations were referrals from other people in an organization. So I believe strongly in it. We widely encourage our employees and our clients and any of the thought leadership we put out to really leverage your existing employees um, to find A players in their networks, people they worked with in the past, they went to college with, maybe they're friends of the family, best source of finding great talent. What's the most unusual quality you interview for? I would say passion. I don't know if that's unusual or, or not, but I'll, I'll give you what I mean by passion. And it's not necessarily passion about our business. When, when we ask people about what they're excited about, you know, we have people that are ultra marathon runners, completely irrelevant to our business, right? We have people that lead their church choir and they're, you know, number one amongst the, you know, the churches in their community. I, I just want to see people who have irrational passion in their life um, often not work-related, because then I know that if we can bring them into our organization and get them excited about what we do, I can't give you that passion. You either bring it to the table or you don't, but I can teach you about our business and the impact we're making and leverage that passion you have internally. So Achievers has offices in Toronto, San Francisco, London. What's the biggest management challenge when you're expanding beyond one office? The hardest thing in business is, is that real-time communication to all of your employees, right? Again, it's mm -hmm. easy when there's 20 and 30 of you all under one roof, you know, all having lunch together. Uh, but I think that piece of the business was the probably the most challenging. How do you keep people, you know, engaged, communicated to, aligned to the vision and direction of the organization? 
What's an example of how you dealt with this at Achievers? We do a daily meeting called To The Point. It's an all-hand, nine-minute stand-up meeting that we link all of the offices. We broadcast it around the world, and you know what's happening in the business of Achievers every single day. You know, revenues, new customers, receivables, you know, where we're winning, where we're losing, transparently shown to every employee. Every employee is a shareholder, and and they should know how we're doing. Razor, we hear a lot about the challenges of growth beyond 100 employees, but what is it about this period of a company's expansion that's so challenging? Absolutely. You know, we experienced it at Achievers as we continue to grow, but this is actually a well-documented moment in a company's history. Somewhere between 100 and 150, uh, everything around the company's uh, communication channels and their systems all start to change. And uh, I think entrepreneurs and small business owners that are growing into that mid-size need to be very conscious that the things that got them there to get to 100 are are not going to be scalable when they get north of 100, particularly around communication channels and hierarchies. Um, and, and there are companies that have that we've studied that learned this. You know, Steve Jobs when he created the Mac, he had a separate building that would only house 100 employees. In fact, the legend goes, if they wanted to bring somebody onto their team, they would get rid of somebody because he never wanted to go more than 100 people because it really does change the the communication and culture of an organization. Gore is another example. When their organizations get to 150 people, they split them into two. I would encourage the audience to start studying that as they start going through that change because it is very real. And, uh, and you can make that leap as you get into a mid-sized company, but being thoughtful around how your teenage company is now growing into uh, a young adult, I think is really important for us, all the medium-sized business owners. So for managers who are coming up on 50 employees or coming up on 100 employees, what should they ensure is in place so that they can continue to grow as seamlessly as possible? They're people practices, right? It's um, how do they goal set? Because what you were doing at 50 employees is different than at 150. What are the feedback mechanisms, right? Particularly with millennials, they grew up wanting to receive real-time feedback. You can't wait for an annual performance review for a millennial. Like they want to know every day how they did. So you need to change your feedback systems. Of course, recognition is a big part of that. Your communication strategy, right? They want to know because when they were 20, 30, 40 people and they had a you know, one degree relationship with their founder CEO, they were in the loop. At 150 people, they're now two or three layers removed, right? And so for them, they're not, the change in the organization's growth actually, you know, it's off-putting a little bit to some employees who used to have a really tight connection. So you need to be very thoughtful and manage that, that change around communication, goal setting, feedback. When should you be locking in those practices? You know, I think you need to be starting thinking about that, you know, when you're sub 100 people, because it hits you so fast. You know, yeah. people who are always my peers, other entrepreneurs, were telling me about that experience. But I think knowing that it's coming and being ahead of it and, and even having the leaders in your organization go through some of that change management required as you enter into that medium-sized business category. Razor, can you give us any final advice for growing businesses on how to find and manage talent? There are three things, right? You know, I think when it comes to people, it's recruit, retain, and inspire. When it comes mm-hmm. to recruiting, I would immediately put in an employee referral program 
where you can offer, you know, for sure recognition, but even mild, you know, medium-sized rewards. If you go and hire a recruiter to bring in an engineer to your organization, that's ten, twenty thousand dollars. I promise you, if you put a two thousand dollar bonus for every recruiter, for every engineer, someone refers into the organization, you just saved a ton of money, and you probably got a really strong referral of an A player. So employee referral bonuses to align your employees to bring out A talent. When it Great comes idea. to retention, you know, I think this is a free way of, in, of incorporating your values and, and using recognition in a very thoughtful and low-cost way with high impact. I would end every meeting, you know, I'm assuming companies do their one-on-one -on -one meetings with their managers, right, with their manager employee. We end every single meeting with a recognition moment where the manager would share a recognition to the employee of the past week and the employee would give a recognition to the manager about what they did great at being a manager. It costs nothing, and it's a wonderful way to end a meeting. And when it comes to inspire, you know, I think the leader needs to think about the vision and mission of the company. And mission can't be about making money. It needs to be something bigger than the organization, something that they're striving for. And I would ingrain that mission inside the company. I would obsessively repeat it. I would ingrain it into all of the employees, hire, promote against that mission of who's moving the company forward. That's my advice on recruit, retain, and inspire your team. Razor Suleiman, great answers. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Hillary. That was my conversation with Razor Suleiman, founder of Achievers. Find him on Twitter at Razor Suleiman. The Innovator's Guide to the Future of Work is brought to you by GoToMeeting. To try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, visit gotomeeting.ca and enter code INNOVATOR. Also, watch for the other segments of this podcast series. We're diving into the challenges today's finest entrepreneurs are facing and the successful tactics they're using to scale their businesses. Listen to the series and learn more about innovation and entrepreneurship at futureofwork.gotomeeting.ca. Thanks for listening.